Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man. He's the juice. And this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What's going on, everybody? What is up, Juice? What's happening, Captain? Oh, you know, not a whole lot, brother. Uh, you're sitting here. We're sitting here drinking a little bit of this. Uh, what is this, Captain Morgan? Captain Morgan Private Stock. Let me have just Premium. a little bit more. Just a little snop of that. Premium. That is barrel. pretty good stuff. It's uh, it's it's different. It's it's very different. Actually. I can't. I can. Uh, it's almost got like a. It's I a got rum, a, but it's almost got like a bourbon hint to it. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know. It's just. It's different, but it's. It's good. It's very good. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Stay on track here. Yeah. We, all right. Yeah. Let's get moving on. Uh, you have a good weekend. You got. You do anything over the weekend? Well, I worked on Saturday. Then what else did I do? I went to Atomic Speedway. Okay. Always good. As, Is that as over there, Mudlick? No, it's uh next to Chillicothe, Ohio. Do you ever go to uh, the one on Mudlick? Not really. Okay. I'm chasing big prizes when I'm going to these dirt tracks. Like I chase anywhere within like a two hour drive that's got like over ten thousand added to the to the the, the prize money. Yeah, yeah, to, to the pot. Um, okay. That's what. That's really what I'm chasing because I want the big boys. Um, so like Atomic had 12,000 added, uh, Saturday. I see. And you had the, uh, Valvoline Ironman late model guys there. Okay. okay. So, yeah, really, that's what I'm chasing. I need to turn my phone down. Um. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what, anyway, Yeah, it's good as always. Um, it's as good as advertised. When you put out the prize money, the big boys show up. Yeah, so. that, that's, that's true. Um. Uh, I, ain't never I might have did a little sippy sippy on the alchemy hall. I ain't never been to the one in Mud Lake. Have you been to it? Yeah, it's more of your, you know, like if me and you built a race car. I mean, it it makes it for the everyday man. Right, it is. But I, I think mean, that's, that's cool. At that at 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 the point that I'm in, like I've I've grew up on a dirt track and and I love dirt track racing. Right. Don't get me wrong, and that's what I grew up on. But I'm at the point to where I want to see the big boys. Like I want to see the guys that have thousands and thousands of dollars in that car. Right. I want to see the big motors. I want to see the big engines. I want to see like I've seen Kyle Larson five times in the last month, probably uh-huh. fucking chasing these big prize money. Yeah. And I mean that's all he does. Like basically through the week, is he chases this big prize money on dirt, and then he goes runs NASCAR on the weekends. Like that's, that's cool. That's so, cool. He just races all the time. Yeah, it's constant. And I mean, that's. But I mean, he's cool as shit too. Like I mean, when he shows up on these dirt tracks, like he's signing hats and shirts for kids, and and right. every time, like at Atomic, what they'll do is they'll take their hat and they throw them in the middle there, and right. uh, some random person comes up and starts drawing hats. So okay. whenever like Larson's hat gets drawn, right. that's the spot that he starts at. Well, he'll sign the hat and then throw it I into see. the stands to some kid that's, that's sitting cool. there. Like I mean, he's cool. cool. Like I like it. But uh, that's a good way to do things. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's I really mean, it, cool. It works great for him. So. Yeah, and 
And it gets the fans involved, too. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's neat, so. All right. Let's get the show going, then. Uh, uh, you got any shout-outs? Uh, yeah. Well, I tried the new... Uh, wipe my fucking face here since you done got it 10 million degrees in this damn studio. Um, uh, what did I do? I tried the... What new restaurant in Mount Sterling, the uh, Mammoth Bar and Grill. Okay. I tried the Mammoth Burger Challenge. I did not complete it. Uh, I'm a... Uh, some bitch is a beast, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, you you uh, told me afterwards. I wish you would have uh, given me a heads up. I told but... you, I'll pay for it. Oh, if my I goodness. If I get you to go do it, I'll go live on TikTok, and I'll pay for you I'm, to do it. I'm going to try the challenge. Uh, hell, we'll, we can do a show if you we'll find out we can do a show over there, maybe. That, uh, would, that would be cool. And uh, maybe they let us do the challenge there yeah. and do a show at the same time, uh, a, a live show. That'd be awesome. But, yeah, it's it's so and you it, get two eight-ounce patties on this burger, uh, three different kinds of cheese, uh, fried green tomato, deep-fried pickles, pulled pork. Did I say three different kinds of cheese? Yeah, yeah, you said that. Yeah. And then, and you, then get you get like two the, orders of fries, yeah. and you got to eat it all in twenty minutes. And, oh, in twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Oh, sh- that's all know, you get. I don't know if I could complete the challenge in twenty minutes. I, I mean, I, I believe I could complete the challenge. Oh yeah, I mean, I completed the challenge, but I didn't get it in the twenty minutes. Oh, so, I, don't, I don't know if I could do that. I'd have to. Yeah, I got to rough. literally where I'm I, a fast eater, but I ain't that fast. I I got to the point to where I think I had like two bites left on the burger. In twenty and, minutes, and the twenty minutes was up. Like it's. What about your French fries? Oh, I, I mean, I had reached over and grabbed a couple of them, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't even near started. It. On yeah, the I wasn't nowhere near it. Like, oh shit! Twenty minutes, a while. So that's like over a pound of beef, right? Or no, just a pound yeah, of beef. Yeah, a pound right of there. beef. And plus then, the pulled know, pork. Plus the pulled pork. The plus cheese. Your buns. The breading around the fixing, the, the fried tomatoes. green tomatoes. That, geez, it sounds the breading like a around attack. the pickles. Yeah, it's it's and plus you got the potatoes that you carb up. Oh on. gosh, yeah, you know those are those are so <laughs> filling. It's it's a beast. If you do it, you definitely don't want to drink no pop or beer with. I it. even I even I was literally sitting there thinking I was like, okay, I'm gonna order a beer and then I'm gonna do this challenge. And I was like, no, I don't need to do the beer because I'm gonna get full idea, on beer. Yeah. So let's not do that. Yeah, it's it's a motherfucker. I'm not even gonna play with you. It's 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 legit. All right, well. I got one shout out. I too went to a, a restaurant this past weekend. I was out uh vehicle shopping, truck shopping. Um and uh I stopped over in Winchester at this uh new restaurant. Kinda like a I guess like a steak and shake type of deal almost called uh Music City I Grill. Like steak and shake. Oh, I did too. I wish they wouldn't have shut it down here in Mount yeah, Sterling. Uh but it's called Music City Grill. It's not, it, they don't do like steak burgers like that. It's just kind of got the steak and shake feel to it type of deal, okay. like a diner-ish type of okay. retro fast food deal. Um, but it, ha- it was like country music themed. Okay. Um, I had the Chattahoochee Burger, mm-hmm. which was like uh, two big beef patties with cheese and uh, bacon. I think you had like French fried onions or barbecue sauce on it. And they had like all, all different kind of like country music themed, okay. like burgers and meals and stuff. And it really wasn't that expensive. I think the whole meal was like less than ten bucks. Um, no kidding. And like you get a, a shit ton of fries. I I actually I was. Uh, so there. it's kind of like a Five Guys. You take everybody and you order one set of fries. 
You probably could. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, you had quite a bit of of uh, pride with them. That's what I always tell everybody. Like, if it's me, the old lady, and or if it's even just us, I'm like, don't order fries because oh, I'm you, gonna order fries. Don't, don't. You you get yeah. Yeah, it's I like mean, a whole it, fucking like a double order. brown bag. Like yeah, it's like two extra long or or two large. Order yeah. the McDonald's. Oh fries. yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, and, don't but they're it. big, thick fries though. Yeah, the first time I tried it, it was like me, my mom, my sister, my dad, and my brother all went. And we all ordered fries, and we we're like, "What the fuck?" Five Guys is good, but they're I love they're five fresh, guys, but man. they're but they're like when I've had them, they're they're not as like I like my fries to be a little bit crispy. Oh yeah, they're not as crispy, and but I do like little, to. They're kind of like. I ain't gonna say mushy, but they're like flimsy. Oh yeah, I mean they have that, but I they're like good. I like to take it vinegar and put it on them too, mm-hmm. like salt and vinegar. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, chip, love it. That's all. Love That's all. it. Anyways, okay. Well, guys, uh, if uh, if uh, you're out and about, you definitely need to try both uh, the Mammoth Bar and Grill and the Music City Grill. Also, I want to remind you guys to uh, follow us on uh, Twitter. At the Cheap Seats Pod One, um, on Facebook, you can uh, like us and share us at the Cheap Seats Podcast. Make sure, uh, make sure you uh, follow us on uh, TikTok. Sorry, guys, I'm just a little twitchy today. He's pitching um, it like a motherfucker. Yeah. Make sure you guys are uh, following us on TikTok though at the Cheap Seats Pod. Follow my man here, Juice, at the Bluegrass underscore Beard. On TikTok, um, he's a who. If you if you got any uh, comments on him trying any uh, new mixed drinks, that would be uh, his uh, forte. Which your boy, uh, Big E? Yeah, Big E. Yeah, from what's the podcast? The Help Wise me? Guys Podcast. The Wise That's Guys right. Podcast. That's right. So he's been popping up in my Q and A here. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I don't know what none of these fucking drinks are that he's suggesting. Like, it's got to be an Ohio thing. For in, okay, name one for instance. Oh, hold on. Well, shit, I didn't realize you were gonna ask me. To well, I mean, that. you, you, I, I mean, I remember you telling me one. There was, yeah, there's been a couple. But and I can't. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, a, a rum, rum ball or something. Yeah, something. I don't know what's fucking. I can't are. remember what it was. He's uh, gonna have to start getting more specific and telling me what's in what, these. What's in them? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now me on the other hand, I laid out the uh the this Mountain Dew uh Baja Flash and uh the, the whip Pinnacle Baca. Whip Baca out there. I I kinda set you up on that one and uh of course you had to Oh I bid. I bid on it like a motherfucker. And I, I was literally sitting there like that's sitting there fuck it. That's I'm actually happy you did. I was actually thinking about trying it myself and uh I I forgot about it because I've been drinking beer and well one thing led to another and yeah, you just had to twist my arm and we had to try it. And uh, might as well. My gosh, I'm glad I did. Sorry, sitting there. You might as well. It's All right, there we go. Okay, a purple hooter. What the fuck is a purple hooter? You got the hell out of me, man. Okay. You, wh- why can't you Google this shit? I probably could, but then that would require work on my end, and that's not <laughs> how this page works. Yeah, I. If it's <laughs> anything like our podcast, I trust me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. Okay, whipped cream vodka and root beer. He got he got that one. What the fuck is a rum runner? I don't know. I don't know what a rum. I really runner thought is. this was Ohio shit. Like, no, I mean I've I've heard of them, but 
I've heard of them. I bet it has rum in it. I can tell you. I that guarantee you, it's got rum in it. But I don't know what else, buddy. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, cut and dry. Give me a, a shot. <laughs> yeah. Give me a beer and a shot. I don't, I don't know what this shit is. He's I mean, going like, to help. Occasionally, I'll drink an old fashioned or a, a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> but give me some shots. He, he, he needs to help. I need help. I don't know what this shit is. I think it's... Uh, I guess I could do a little research, but I don't do no research for this show either, so I'm not going to do research for my TikTok. Fuck that. All right. Let's get into our news time. News. Fresh news. News time. All right. Uh, your boys, uh, the Phoenix Sun... Hey! ...has uh, returned to uh, the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993. <laughs> Which I thought it was cool. Did we mention that none of these teams have been yeah. in the finals? That we were the we final. talked Did about we okay. Yeah, we talked about this last okay. week. It, ABA it is really cool merger. since the ABA merger. Yeah, the NBA ABA They hadn't merger. won a title. Right. It's not a matter of none of them had been to the finals. Right. None of them had won The Suns have title. been to the finals with uh, Barkley. And, oh, man, right. that was such an awesome team. I love that team. But They went to the finals with Nash and Stat. And yeah, I forgot they, about or Did it, they get it, shut off, shut out in the Western? conference finals i can't remember i want to say they made it to the finals i think they did do with dan tony and and steve nash was running the point yeah stoudemire was at the center and then they had a bunch of shooters around i'm I'm thinking they did i can't remember for sure because that's kind of at the time where i kind of started shifting away from nba a little bit because i think i think they did make I think they did at least make one final during that. I think they did too, but I think they lost to the. Maybe they lost to. They the didn't team. win the title. No, 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 no. I know they didn't win the title. But either Boston or maybe I think it might have been Boston. Might have the the during, original big during, three during yeah during their run. I know they the played the Lakers a lot too though with Kobe. Oh might have, and that might have been Kobe they might have put them out of the in the Western Conference Finals. I can't remember, but those were really they, fun teams. Anyways. I think they put them. I think they played Kobe twice and maybe Phoenix once because they were like. Uh, we're talking about Phoenix though, but. Right. No, I'm saying the Celtics. I think the Celtics. Oh, the well, you need to be more specific because you had me confused. So I know you had the listeners confused. The, the, the Celtics, I think they played uh, the Lakers twice and. Hey, hey baby, won. I know you ain't listening, but I just got a notification that your Amazon order has been shipped. So. All right. Yeah, I just figured you. I'd help you out there a little bit. I know you ain't listening, but it just got shipped. All right, so that's the that's first the, time. That's uh, the beauty of your wife using your email for Amazon. <laughs> I know exactly what my, she's bought all the my time. My wife does the same thing. <laughs> all right, so this, uh, CP3, he was pretty much I guess, the, the hero. He led the effort with 41 points um, in the Suns' uh, 4-2 uh, series win versus the Clippers. Uh are you finally glad to see CP3 make it a, a final appearance? I mean, he's one of the greatest. It, I mean, he's probably the greatest point guard of your generation. Least, yeah, anyway. at least my generation. Um, I mean, all the way back to playing in New Orleans and then going to the Clippers, yeah. and now he fucking was left for dead, or he went to Houston, then he was left for dead in OKC, and then he gets to move to Phoenix, and yeah, I mean. You think the Clippers would have won the series had uh, Leonard uh, not got hurt? He missed what the first two? No, he's first... been out. He, oh, has he been he out was the whole in, time? It. I think he was when it was tied two two. I think he was in for like at least three or four of the games before he got hurt, and it was tied two two. Whenever 
the Suns went up, and I think he's been out since. I know well, he's been. Phoenix I know, was, no, I'm sorry. Coach Phoenix Doug, was George. up three one at one point, and then Paul George Paul went George off. Went off. That's right. So in I think game it was five. after the second game. Okay, I don't remember, but anyways, yeah, I mean, Quiet Leonard always will help. I mean, I mean, matters. obviously, this get this series wouldn't have been like a four two. It might no, have been I like think, a four three, but maybe. But I think Phoenix is. But Leonard, you know, Leonard's a. You know, like we talked here, you know, prior weeks, he's probably one of the best playoff performers we've seen. Probably, period. But, but Phoenix is—they're so high powered on offense, and they're balanced is. actually. They're and they're good on defense. They're not—they're not, they're bad not on terrible defense. on defense. But the, I mean, the bread and butter is the, the oh, offensive yeah, side of the ball of and and moving with, it with and then, Booker and you know, of course CP3, Aiden, you know, leading that offense. Yeah, but I mean, it was kind of cool. Like I thought. The coolest moment for me uh, was the post game when they're talking to CP3, and they're like, you know, how important was it for? You? Why did you want to come to Phoenix? And he's like, oh, well, I mean, there's a whole list of things. You got Coach Monty. Oh uh, yeah, I go all the way back to New Orleans with, yeah. and then he names a couple other players off. But he's like, but the main reason is that light skinned brother over there wearing number one. Book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That dog and, over there, like, and I mean, Book is a monster. He is. Like, he's. I mean, he does not. He's so underrated, and he does not get oh, it's enough ridiculous. credit. He's like, you know, like we talked last week on snubs. He to me, I mean, CP3. I'm not going to say he didn't deserve to be in 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 the All NBA, but man, Book was. Book. It's Book. Oh gosh, I mean, if I could trade one player out. I'm not gonna say I'd I'd have done book. I think I would have put uh book in ahead of Kyrie or something, but Yeah, I mean uh, it's but still, you know, uh Booker, yeah, he's a dog. All right, uh the Portland Trailblazers have uh, agreed to terms and have hired Chauncey Billups to be their next head coach. Shocker. Um we knew Billups has been on the on the cuffs of uh, being a head coach here for the last few years, I'm kind of shocked that he went to the Blazers. I figured he would have been, you know, went to a team like uh, more of a winner. But uh, now him and Dame are buddies. Yeah, that was that was something that yeah, I had that's read. what leads right to it. Dame yeah. basically said, "Either you hire Billups or trade me." Like, <laughs> well, Dame made this hire. There's no doubt about it. Like that's why I said shocker. Like Dame come out weeks ago and you know with endorsements for right. Chauncey, and they're you're not going to go against him when yeah. Dame's the only player that you've had since fucking Clyde Drexler was wearing your uniform. Like True. it's it's just not. You don't go against him. All right. Well, Dallas has hired uh, Jason Kidd as their next head coach. Which how many times are we gonna go down this roller coaster? I don't know. You know, deep. Do you think? Do you think he's gonna be successful? No, you don't. No, he's never given me a reason to think he's gonna be. I mean, he does have Luka Doncic. I think he'll work wonders for Luka. Great. I mean, that's wonderful. Like he's got Luka. He's got Porzingis. He's got all the tools. Yeah, Porzingis don't scare me any. He's not. He's not on the floor enough to scare me. He does. Any. He does have a very big injury history, but I mean. He's still a seven footer that can stretch. Yeah, and shoot, I'm not saying, when, and he when he's healthy. Shots, I mean, like, yeah, he he's great, but he just he don't scare me because I mean, he, well, yeah, he he's he probably weak. will help Luca, but it, 
what point are we going to give up on the fact that Jason Kidd's a good coach? Not every great point guard is going to make a good coach. Like, it's just not – it's not logical. What would think. this be? Would this be his third time around? It's either third or fourth I run think at it. Least, I know he was with the – was he with Brooklyn? He was. He was with New Jersey – well, when they were in New Jersey, I think, and then Brooklyn, and then Brooklyn, and then he went to Milwaukee, right? Yeah, I can't remember all his head coaching. I, I think he went to two places for sure. I know he was with, with Milwaukee for a little bit. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Oh, I got some other well, Don't move on yet. Damn, let's talk about it a little bit. All do right. you think he's going to be a fucking coach? Like, do you think he's going to have success? I think if he has the right um, assistance around him, I think he can. I think that's... M- part of the problem i think he's smart i think he's a smart basketball mind obviously he, I do too. he is i'm not trying to take um, that and i think he he will work wonders for luca um i just don't know about the team as a whole i think he yeah brooklyn and milwaukee i thought so uh but i do think he could be a viable coach but anymore it seems like in the nba you really don't have to be that great of a coach, you just got to have great talent. Well, and smart play. I think Ty Lue is kind of bucking at that trend a little bit. That's that used to be the way I thought about it as well, but I think Ty Lue. What would give you that inclination? Ty Lue with the Clippers and his record against elimination games. That's that's the. It's something about. The calmness that Ty Lue brings to a team. I like his calm demeanor. I get that. But, you know, he still has been... He hasn't been he's always on a stars. mediocre team. He's always had stars. He's always had stars like, on his team. Don't get me wrong, but, like, it, it's something about the demeanor and, like... And I think Rivers kind of brings the same thing, Doc. Yeah. Uh, I, get I really like Doc as a coach on the sideline. It's something about the demeanor... Uh, in pressure situations, Maybe how calm they are. Factor. I, I don't even know if you motivate these guys. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, okay. I don't know. I don't even know. Like in, as a college coach, that's a big thing. You for know, me. but I don't know if it's a big thing. I look for. I mean, yeah, I get it. In what, the pros, what what would you motivate them with? I, I mean, know. What yeah, would I you mean, motivate them with. They're they're millionaires. Obviously, fucking uh, Monty and Phoenix is doing something right. Right. Well, um, CP3 is a big part of that, I think. Well, yeah, but especially CP3 wanted to go with him. Yeah. Like, that was one of his biggest reasons for going to Phoenix. Yeah. So, there there has to be something that he does. Um, Phil, obviously, like, yeah, he's had Phil Jackson, that is. He's had two of the greatest, pro- I mean, two that you can argue that are top five and one that is the GOAT, like, yeah. in his coaching career. But all these championships that he's won and how – highly regarded he is among players like that has to there has to be something with him well even you seen even with phil jackson when when that michael jordan retired the first time and he just had scotty pippen you know Tony oh, you Kukos. have to have guys um like, and he still made the playoffs with yeah, the bulls i mean really they were compete for they, titles right. you have to have you guys. got in in the nba i mean it the NFL is different, or I mean, football is different in general. You got to have eleven guys working together. These in the NBA, you could have two superstars. You and, need at least two. And have uh, 
uh, a bunch of you know role players, bench players. Uh, you need at least two and the right successful. talent around them. Right, but and you don't have to have a great coach. You don't have to have a great mind in coaching. You just gotta right. be. Um, you just gotta be what that team needs at that yeah, time. I, I guess I can't. I can't put my finger on yeah, it. I don't, don't know exactly what these guys do. Either. Motivation. Because look at a uh, John Beeline. Uh, when he went to the NBA, he uh, he just wasn't cutting it with these guys. Oh, look, he couldn't speak to these guys. That's another thing with like the college coaches, even at the football level, jumping from college to the pros. Like it's it's a different ball game. Like you're yeah, but and you can't. But you know, a lot of it's more more X's and O's, or a lot of it used to be more X's and O's. And I mean. There's a lot more to the NFL game than it is in, in college, especially as a head coach. Um, oh, you yeah. know, it's it's a three sixty five a day, uh, you know, a year job pretty much. I mean, it's year round, and it's uh, especially yeah, it's college level. It's three sixty five. Like you're well, recruiting, you're yeah, but you can be a little more relaxed. I mean, Steve Spurrier, he's played golf all the time. You don't, you're not going to do that in the NFL if you want to be successful. As right, a head, but you still as have a head coach. You have a whole off season that you're not. Well, yeah, but they're they're constantly evaluating and installing their offenses and defenses and schemes, and then getting their getting their new players up to scheme, their rookies up to scheme. So coaches in the NFL, they're working year round. NBA, they're not working year round hmm. with the coaching. I, I, yeah, at I least I don't think yeah, they I don't, are. I don't know exactly what the NBA guys are doing, but or I would, college. Either. I would still say your college coaches are probably more three sixty five than your NFL guys. Oh, are. I've I I disagree because uh, I I've actually heard other college coaches. Steve Spurrier being one of them compared the NFL and and college. Is and, it more he's like it's you more can relaxed in, in college? Well, is it more that you can delegate a lot of recruiting to your assistants? Well, like, I think that's yeah. I would just imagine can, the recruiting part of it, but would, the recruiting it wouldn't be no different than scouting. I guess you know in the NFL. What I'm saying is like maybe, but you got a whole scouting department in the NFL. You don't. You got a whole they, team of scouts. You don't think they don't have a whole team of scouts and. In college, yeah, but I your scouts aren't the ones showing up to recruits. No, they're just watching the game. Yeah, they're evaluating right. and sending you the report yeah, back. Yeah, you get your. Position you're the one coach, that's recruiting. I mean, your assistants yeah, your go positions. out more probably. Because, oh, I guarantee you. They you know, if you're a big time head coach, you probably go out for your five star guys. Oh yeah, the big ones. And you probably meet the other guys like at the campus and stuff like that. Or you I'd may say, not take home visits for everyone. Or I'd say I'd say you might do a Zoom call periodically right. with some of them, but no, right. yeah, the ones that they're actually traveling for are the big five-star yeah. guys, I agree. But I mean, no, on the other hand, if you're if you're a small time Not to coach, mention you got to keep up with 80 or in college it's even more than that. 100 and some odd guys on the roster. Oh, yeah, yeah. That are 18 to 22 in college. Like That's true. That's you remember true. what but college got, was like, don't you? You got a lot, but you got a lot more, uh, a lot more assistant coaches at, at the college level than you do in the NFL as well. well that's true as well. Uh, all right, know. all right. I ain't well, never done neither one of them, so I can't really tell you which one's yeah. worse. But. All right, uh, so I read something earlier today kind of bothered me a little bit. A woman uh, says um, in a, a domestic violence uh, restraining order, 
that uh, Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer uh, strangled her unconscious on multiple occasions during sex. All right. Here's my thing. You know, whatever, you know, get your jollies on with, you know, choking and sex. That's I don't, I don't give a shit about that. But, like, all right. The big thing is she said multiple occasions. If she didn't like it the first time or the second time. Why are you still letting him choke why, you? Why are you still fucking with him? Yeah. That, that's my agenda, you know. I'm not, okay, the first time you fooled me once, shame on you. You fooled me twice, shame on me, you know. I hate to tell you, but uh, I don't care how much money he's got, and I don't care how big that dick is. You choke me unconscious, fucking you ain't getting no more. Oh, I mean, you know, if, like... if you choke me a little bit, Okay, uh, maybe I might like it. I don't know. I've never, I've never had anything like that. I ain't never but been in that situation. <laughs> but I don't want to be choked out unconscious. Shit. No, um, I let let's talk for real. I've been with girls in the past that do enjoy that, and a lot of them that do. And I'm not saying that this specific woman is that way. From my personal experience, they like to be choked within. They want to get fucking close to close, passing out. Right, I've I've heard of that. I've heard that. It's a th- it, and I'm like, and I've been to the point to where I've been uncomfortable doing I mean, it because it's you are walking a fine dude, line. I I don't know that I could do that something like that. I mean, if if maybe if my I don't I don't think I could with my wife. I mean, if my wife asked me. Choke it's better me. with a one night stand. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, yeah, I think I'd rather have a one night stand too. Because if it's I better in that up, situation, like, oh, shit. Yeah. What if I kill this bitch? I mean, <laughs> fuck that. I'm just trying to get my swerve on shit. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, I'm just all I'm saying is up. most of them want to get real close. It's a real fine line that you got to walk as the male participant in well, something in that nature. The story bothered me a little bit because you know it, it's fucked up that it, you know. She said multiple times during sex. Well, why the fuck would you do it a second time if you didn't like it the first time, you dumb bitch? Uh, I'm sorry, ladies. I'm just saying that that's just a stupid move to me. Um, I don't. All right, so let's move on because I I don't I don't want to talk anymore about this shit. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Uh, the NFL canceled the supplemental draft for the second straight year. Um. Of course, last year due to the pandemic, probably there ain't no, you know, there there really hasn't been a whole lot of uh, players being drafted in supplemental draft here the last few years. I think 2019 they had one, but uh, it was like a fifth round choice. You've had some notable players come out like uh, Josh Gordon um, and Terrell Pryor, and you know well, they've Terrell had Terrell Pryor really notable. Well, he had a little bit of success as a wide receiver. He got thousand yard one year. Yeah, but I mean, or close to. I agree. Josh Gordon is the notable name. Like, well, Josh Gordon was a stud for one season. Yeah, and and Pryor had that one year of success as as a receiver, receiver. even though the Browns sucked. But he was the the best they had at that time. So, and how much of. We have no other talent yeah. played into that role. Where they like, forced the ball. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's probably the most athletic guy on the field at the time. So, yeah, I get that. That's that's no uh, biggie right there. But 
Uh, did you ever but, pay attention to the supplemental draft, or did you fucking nah. find Josh Gordon and then found yeah. out that he was supplemental no, draft? And no. Like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. No, before Josh, that's what I fucking did. I knew of Josh Gordon. I knew of Josh Gordon because he played at Baylor, um, and he got he got kicked off of Baylor's team. I think he got kicked off of several teams, actually. Um, but I knew of him. I didn't know how immensely talented he was. Um huh. Until he actually, until I watched him and how uh, incredibly athletic he was! Oh gosh, yeah, he is. He was. He probably still is to an extent. He probably could still. If he had, if his head was on straight, I I believe he could be a a top ten wide receiver. It's like Ocho Cinco. Right I still now. believe to this day Ocho Cinco could walk onto any college campus and probably break some corners' ankles. He might not be able to do it to some NFL guys. Yeah, you know? I was going to say maybe college. But, but yeah, that's what I'm NFL, saying. But or like, maybe XFL. Oh, yeah, he bre- he definitely breaks some XFL yeah. ankles. They know that about They might break him when they hit him. He's getting up there. But, I mean, his footwork and his quickness oh, in yeah. and out, it's like he, I still to this day is, believe that he could fucking. He is one of the smoothest, like one of the best oh, root runners I've ever. Incredible. I've ever seen. Like, I mean, I almost feel so bad that he spent his whole, like the majority of his career in Cincy. Yeah, you know, because the national stage doesn't get appreciated as much. Like, you know, another guy who doesn't get a lot of credit, and he he wasn't great. He's had a few good seasons that was so good and so smooth at running routes. Um, and actually, Amari Cooper actually puts me in mind of him. Cooper's a, a very good route runner. Uh, Jeremy Macklin. If you remember him, he I was do. with the Eagles. I he do. was such a great. He wasn't the. He come out of Missouri, real yeah, speed yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he came out. He was such a great the same time Sammy Watkins did, didn't he? I think. I can't remember if it was Sam. I think he might have been right before Sammy, but I. Okay. But he went to the Eagles. But yeah, when, yeah, he started whenever, in the Eagles whenever Andy Reid was there, and then I think he went to I think Kansas he went to KC City with yeah with Andy, Andy yeah. Reid as well. But yeah, he was such a smooth route runner. Yeah, didn't he? He was with Deshaun Jackson in Philly there for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah him was, and Deshaun. Uh, I think he was yeah. drafted a year ahead of, either a year ahead. No, or I think a year he's a year after, after Deshaun. Deshaun. One of the two. But anyways, yeah, um, I love uh, the route running of, of Macklin. But we kind of got off track real quick. Uh, fucking Jocker, the cheap seats guys yeah. got off track. <laughs> God damn, what the fuck them do? Your matches do they just sit over and drink alcohol and talk about sports? Yeah, that's exactly what we do, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> that's exactly right. what we do. So, I do got some good news for NFL fans. Uh, NFL stadiums will be at full capacity this season. Wow! Full capacity! And finally, I got a last couple uh, notable news here. Uh, the Saints have signed uh, right tackle Ryan Ramsey to a five-year, $96 million extension. Breaking news. That that wasn't breaking. News. I just wanted to do it. <laughs> and I got breaking news for you right here. Breaking news. The Steelers released left guard David DeCastro. <laughs> And agree to the terms to terms with guard Trey Turner to be his replacement. I don't give a fuck about him. I'm gonna win these bets with tsunami. Yeah. I'm gonna win these motherfucking bets. That offensive line keeps getting worse. Trey Turner's a pretty damn good guard. Trey Turner. He's a pretty good guard. He, he ain't no Castro. 
DeCastro hasn't been DeCastro in like three years. Well, Trey Turner ain't no DeCastro in his prime. And, uh, no, but in his prime, I'm still going to win these damn bets with Tsunami because that's what I do. All right. I win these bets. Well, we need to take a little quick break to, and have a word with our sponsors, and we're going to get back here uh, and do our NFC West. We're going to do our NFC West preview. I kid you not, not fucking sponsors. No, don't, don't, don't do that. But uh, yeah, we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, Juice, uh, we're going to get into our NFL division previews, and we're previewing the NFC South this week. Playing down in the south, okay. And uh, we don't got a guess. We don't have no fan spurt. I reached out to a couple people, but uh, they did not uh, reply. So we're going solo on this. fuck it. Let's solo it up. I think we can handle it. All right, so we're going to start off with the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers. We're going to outlook with them. Uh, uh, with the move to a smaller market, uh, do you think Sam Darnold can turn his career around with the Panthers? I don't know the hell if I know. I think the real question is, can what's his name, the OC that came Joe over? Joe Brady? Yeah, can Joe Brady turn him around? It's a real question. I don't think it's a matter of the market. I uh, mean, he played at USC. All right. Like, that's the closest thing to a professional market as you're going to get to he, college. So. so he's the talent's there. I, he don't, just... I don't believe the market is what affected him. I'd, I'd say it's probably more of, who he was surrounded around, the coaching that he was getting. Okay. Um, and I. Do you, do you see him bouncing back? Or no? Well, we're I not, see I'm not even going to see bouncing back because he hasn't really been there and been anywhere to bounce. I, I would see Sam Darnold. I would see this being the best year Sam Darnold's ever had. Okay. If not this year, it'd be next year. That once he gets acclimated with but, Joe Brady. And, but but you think we're going to see some. I think you're uh, going to see a better person. Incremental uh, improvements. Probably. Yes, I think right. I think this will be the best that he's had. Now, granted, he's not had very good. No, no, Adam Gay. So I'm not saying that you're looking at an MVP candidate, but I'm saying you're going to see improvement, improvement. because he has and more he talent has, around him. Yeah, he has, he has better coaching, him. and he has a little bit of familiarity with some of the receivers on the team. I know Robbie Anderson was one of the receivers with the Jets. Yes, and, and um, he has CMC yeah. as a great fallback plan. Like, if when all else fails, just find that motherfucker. Yeah. He can make something happen out of nothing. Um, who's the other one? Samuel's uh, not there anymore. No, uh, Samuel went to the, the Washington football team. He does have DJ Moore there. Yeah, um, DJ's there. I can't remember who their tight end is, but they, oh, Ian Thomas is there. Ian Thomas is, Ian Thomas he, is he, a He's a good. He's, he's a usable tight end. Tight end. Not a great like, tight end, but good. So um, I mean, he has way better weapons. But I mean, still yet, like those weapons, like we're not talking about world beaters there, but we're talking about uh, other than CMC. But it's still way better than what he's played with. Right, and they improved the offensive line as well uh, with, with some additions in the off season and in the draft and free agency. Um, with all their uh, additions and and. And I've noticed I went through the roster and they have a lot of uh, upgrades on the defensive side. Uh, one one uh, one uh, name that stood out was Hassan uh, Reddick, who actually kind of had a a little bit of a breakout year last year. Uh, a, a lot of people didn't mm-hmm. know what he was going to do, and he finally, you know, he had uh, an 
and immensely a lot of uh, a lot of talent. You right. know, I mean, he's he's crazy good, but he's just uh, uh, up until last year, he wasn't in the right defense. I guess he wasn't let loose. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, but I I do but, think Carolina's going to improve. But as far as Sam do, Darnold, I think do, he's. Do you think if if obviously, um, if. Sam Sam Darnold improves and shows some improvement. Um, the offense will be better. But do you, obviously, do you think with all the additions they've made on offense and defense, do you think they can contend for a um, a wild card spot in the division? I don't know if they're there yet. They're still extremely young as well. You're right. They're 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 very young. I was looking at they, but they man, they have a lot of talent that I think could really if they could pan out. But last I checked, Tom Brady's still in that division. Uh, Last I checked, the Saints still have a lot of talent. They have a lot of question marks around the quarterback position. I think, well, 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 I'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. So, uh, do you think if uh, this offense does soar and and Darnold has kind of a a breakout tour or a breakout season, do you – do you see uh, Joe Brady uh, being a head coach in 2022? I was really surprised that Joe Brady didn't get some head coaching consideration this year. Well, I mean, they, I know they faltered they, on offense late, and I, I think that had a little bit to do with the And injury. I understand that, but you lose CMC. Yeah, uh, but replace him with Mike Davis, who was a monster during that time. But – He's not. He's still not CMC. No, but he was still. Um, he was putting up CMC production during like that four. Yeah, because period. It's, it's all you had left. Like, yeah, that's I mean, true. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he was. You know, he was a monster during that time, uh, and I, I think a lot of that had to do with Joe Brady and his offense. Um, we're gonna move on though, past. Uh, but yeah, I think Brady or I think Joe Brady gets. Head coaching consideration next year. I think if this offense, you know, if this offense soars and I don't even know if he turns Darnold, if he turns Darnold career around, I can see him being being the head coach for you know a, a team looking to either turn a you know turn their quarterbacks' fortunes around or you know a new quarterback, the Denver Broncos, yeah, like a, a Drew Locke or something, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, a or or a Bridgewater. I still think All that's right. Drew Locke's job. You think? I, I do. I don't know. I think uh, – I was want... really excited about Bridgewater at one point. I think they, they want Drew Locke – I think they want Drew Locke to be the starter, but I think they're not sold on him. And I, I don't think they are either, and I'm not either. But I'm not – Bridgewater hasn't showed me anything since the injury. Yeah, I mean, he's been safe. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, there's nothing really with either one of those quarterbacks that I'm like, oh, yeah, let's try it. Like, let's get him Joe Brady. In. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to Atlanta. Um, I'm kind of actually a little excited to talk about them. They hired uh, a whole new coaching staff, brought in Arthur Smith, um, another young hotshot offensive coordinator from the Titans. Um. You think we'll see a run-heavy offense like we did with Tennessee? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think they have the personnel to do it. I I was looking at their roster too. They did sign Mike Davis um as, as a run as a running back, but they don't ha- they have a bunch of no names on their team. Um, yeah. 
I I literally, other than Mike Davis, I think I recognize one other name on, on in a running back depth chart. Um, and most of them are like either cast offs or mm-hmm. uh, or unsigned rookies, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. they just. I I think this is going to be a running back back by committee thing uh, unless Mike Davis can take a hold of the starting job and just explode like he did uh, probably. But last I mean, year. do you think he does? I don't know. I don't know with the offensive line they got. Uh, possibly they got some good pieces. They uh, added some pieces. I, uh, I just got... think you play to your personnel, and their personnel is better in the yeah, passing game. Yeah, I agree. I agree with game. you there. I I do, but you know, I'm just wondering about Arthur Smith, and they want to. You know, they want to protect Matt Ryan as much as possible. I mean, you might see more running than you've seen in the past, but I still don't think you're going to go to the point where you're running head. I don't, not unless you like, not unless they have a, a, a workhorse back that's going to, like, you know, if Mike Davis explodes like he did last year and he, and, and he shows that continually, then, then okay, maybe. But, uh, um, yeah, I agree with you. They're, they're set up more for the passing game. Uh, but, do you think uh, Matt Ryan can still perform on at a high level though? Absolutely. You think? Absolutely. He's been he's faltered since the Super Bowl year. Mm, uh, since be, the MVP, still, he hasn't he, been elite. But he's still putting up pretty good numbers. He's he's putting up a lot of interceptions too. I don't like that, but uh, he's he's you know I don't know if he's I wouldn't call him elite anymore. But I think no, he, I don't know if I'd call him elite either, but. I would still say he's a pretty. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Like, would you put him in the top ten? Uh, he'd be in my top fifteen. Uh, yeah, I think I'd put him in my fifteen. Uh, I'd have right. to really sit down and crunch it and think about it, which is something else we're gonna have to do is do fantasy rankings. Yeah, at we'll, some we'll point. Be doing that. That's why we're doing our division, the division preview now because uh, our fantasy rankings will be followed by that. Uh. All right, well, I got one other question here to ask you about Atlanta. Uh, do you uh, think the defense is good enough to contend for a playoff spot? Fuck no, that defense is terrible. They've added a lot of uh, a lot of pieces this off season, and that never there, fucking so. works. And who is their uh, that defensive never coordinator? Fucking works. I don't care. It never fucking works. I think they could be it never underrated. Fucking works. I don't know. I think you uh, at least need one year when you add a bunch of pieces before that defense really shows what it can well, do. Well, yeah, that never works. I agree with you there, but I still think uh, I still think I think New England will improve, but I think next year New England's defense will be far better than it is this year. You mean year. Atlanta? No, New I mean New England because okay. that's the example yeah, that I'm yeah, thinking of. Yeah, with. but New England's defense they'll have a lot more guys that are coming back from the COVID opt out. Um, which well, uh, didn't like Chung retire? Yeah, Chung. Re- yeah, because he had some kind of. Um, I don't know. He was and accused know somebody of some kind of racism things, and now the NFL investigated it, and they they found like I don't know if he was lying or they found that he was uh, not as truthful. Yeah, or there was just no evidence to back right. what he was saying. I guess, and I'm not even sure exactly what he said. I, I just kind of read a little uh, blip on the screen about it. Uh, but and like that's just the first example that pops in my head of a defense that added a lot of pieces that looks way better on paper than than they did the previous year. And I think, yeah, it will improve with that talent, but I don't think you're going to see the full effect of adding that talent until next season. Okay. So you All would right. see the full effects in 2022 as opposed to 2021. 
does right. that make sense? Yeah. Am I making sense? I get what you're saying. I don't you know. know another year in that defense, yeah, in the scheme. I, I get it. Well, that's really all I got for Atlanta. I wish we had a um. A do you think Kyle? Do you think Kyle Pitts wins Rookie of the Year? No. Let's let's uh let's uh uh wait on that because I I got that saved for a little bit later. Oh. So can we do that a little bit later? Okay. Okay. All right. Whatever you want to do, you're in charge here. I want to move on to the Saints real quick, and we'll okay. get on to the Buccaneers. We ain't, I ain't got much on the Buccaneers because I mean it's the same it, fucking it, team. The you same seen last team. Year. All twenty-two starters are back, but I do have a few questions. Um, but we're gonna get on to the Saints because uh, Drew Brees retired. Mm-hmm. So who do you think's gonna be behind center come week one of the season? Week one, I have no fucking idea. Who do I think is going to be there week 18? I think it's Jameis. You think? No, I, I do not what? believe in the I, least that Jason Tatum is an no, NFL quarterback. I, like, I don't I don't disagree with you. I, I You know, I, I think he's a gadget player. I think he's not a quarterback. I think he's a no, gadget player. I don't. I, just, I think he could play some quarterback. I think he's Tim Tebow 2.0. Do I think that? Sean Payton might want to trot him out there, and to, because I mean, he said he's he thought he was the next Steve Young, and I don't think he's the next and he don't Steve really want to eat crow. I think that's lip service. No, I, I I did too, and I told you when he said it that I thought it was, but I don't. It seems like in all right, so. So I can see him trotting him out there because he said that and he doesn't want to eat crow week one. Okay. But I think more sooner than later, he makes the switch to Jameis Winston because Jameis Winston actually has the potential to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, he has all the tools. Um, I agree with you there. Uh, but if uh, both Hill and Winston struggle, do you – could you see them uh, making a trade if they're if they're struggling out the get go and and like training camp? Could you see them making a trade in, in training camp or before the trade deadline for I don't know, I don't know somebody trades, trades in the NFL are so rare, especially during the season. Especially and, during the season. Like, but you know, if you're going downhill at, at quarterback, but your team's good enough. Say I could say see them trying. Say that you get to week six or week seven, and they're like, okay, week seven, they're 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 three and four, but they're they're still good enough, and and you know they're not out out of the the race and the division, and they're still talented enough everywhere else besides quarterback. I mean, to, I could I could see them trying, but right. I don't know if you're going to find a suitor because, yeah, like I, mean, I said, I the that. trades they're, are so rare in the nfl to even occur or even be discussed like it's well what if they start struggling and 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 they see it during the off season this year do you do you think they could you know try I to would, possibly i would say that would be more likely before the season but i still don't even know if you find a suitor you like think, do you think they could bring in another arm um this this off season to compete with them maybe but i mean they is did there draft. anybody? Is there anybody out there that you think? I can't think of any right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple flyers out there you could take a chance on. I don't know if they would overtake Jameis or Hill. Right. Um. They do have Ian Book. You You think he could possibly see the field in I mean, 2021? I mean, it's very possible. Jameis comes out there and starts throwing interceptions. I and, like Book. 
and he I liked Ian Book in college as well. So I could see that being a possibility more than a trade, just All because right. of the rarity of trades. Well, but you know, uh, one one player that they have that's on the final year of his rookie deal, um, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, who's a top notch mm-hmm. uh, DB. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been rumors that they could look to move him. If uh, you see anything, any why kind of struggling, why would you? Yeah, why? I, why I, move him? I don't know. Probably because they don't have the money to, to sign him. Because there one has of, to be it. Like they're they're one no of those, other reason. Yeah, to because him. they're one of those teams that borrows from the future and pays. You know, yeah. now now you know rents come due and you don't get the money to do right. it. So I don't I don't know if they'll be able to pay him or not. If, especially if he asks for, you know, top-notch money. Um, Which I think he probably does. Oh, yeah. Even if he's not the top, you know, even if he's not the top guy in the league, he's still going to be looking for he top He probably money. looks for top five money. Oh, de- definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, he's the next guy up, so. So with that in mind, if, if, if somebody, say a team, I don't know, I can't think of it. Okay, say a team like, all right, say, uh, uh, the Patriots, they want to move on from, uh, I don't know, Cam. I'm not giving up Marshawn Lattimore for Cam, but yeah, unless, they, unless they give me back, you know, uh, draft picks as well. Um, yeah, I'd have to take, it'd have to take more than Cam, but I don't even know if Cam overtakes Jameis. At this all point right, we'll say it. somebody else. Say, say Kirk Cousins, for instance, or Jimmy G. I can't think of any. Maybe you look any in. guys like right offhand that I can think of, besides Deshaun or you know the guys that's already been talked about. Uh, but maybe you know Cousins or Garoppolo because I know they did draft uh, Kellen Munn up there in Minnesota as well, and they were really high on him. So I I don't know if you know if they could you know move on from Kirk Cousins that way with a trade, but that's just a thought. I don't know if. The, if that would happen, but the Saints, you know, they seem like the type of team that would uh, do something like that. Maybe uh, that 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 might be a possibility, but I still don't know if you see it in the middle of the year. Yeah, I, I, think I don't. It, I don't think it'll happen in the middle of the year. I think if they're not sold on either one of these quarterbacks, they will try to bring in another arm um, before the season. I I would hope so, anyways. Um, all right, so we're gonna get on to the Buccaneers. And uh, all right, get to your two questions with Buccaneers because there ain't yeah. no way you got more. No, uh, you think Brady's gonna uh, show his age this year? Well, fuck, you might as I mean, I've said it for the last five years, I might as well stick to it. Yeah, this is the year Brady shows his age. I like, think, I think it is. I mean, <laughs> I think it is. I'm gonna keep on saying it. For the I'm going years, to because eventually well. I'm gonna be right, like, uh, yeah, I. I don't know. I just I got a feeling that he's he's finally going to regress, and I don't think I don't think the Buccaneers are going to make the playoffs, even though they have or not, not not the, not the playoffs, oh. the Super Bowl. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Um, the Super Bowl. I think they still make the playoffs. Um, as long long as Brady doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. And even but... then, this division's not super strong. I could see them winning their division. Um, with you know Kyle Trask, as long as he don't make you know stupid mistakes, right? Uh, I could too, but I mean, <clears throat> yeah. The, 
I'm gonna keep saying it until he does show it because I'm eventually I'm gonna be right. Yeah, I, because I know the second I turn around and say no, he's not gonna show his age. He's gonna start showing his regret. age. So eventually yeah, I, I'm gonna be I right. I think I don't know. I just I got a feeling that he's he's just gonna it's gonna be this year he's gonna regress. Father time's gonna finally catch up to him. Okay, which we're probably wrong, but. Probably so. Let's He's figured out this. something nobody else has ever yeah. figured out. Is uh, this Bucks defense is it is it the best in the NFL? You think? I mean, it's I it's man, damn good. I was looking at their roster and they are freaking low. It's damn good. And they just I'm still gonna say they, it's the Rams. And they just added Joe, Joe Tryon from uh, Northwestern. I think he was a. A first rounder. He's a stud edge. They, um, you know, of course they got all twenty-two of their starters back. Uh, they got Ant- Antoine Winfield Jr., Devin White. Uh, I'm, I'm Vita still, Vita. I'm still gonna stay with the Rams. I mean, as the, the Rams have Aaron Darnold, um, and Jalen Ramsey, and Jalen Ramsey. But you know what? They lost jo- John Johnson. They also lost. Uh, I don't care. Troy Hill. Uh, I don't. Care. And did they lose Michael Brockers? I can't remember if they lost. I Brockers, don't know. And they I lost, don't care. They lost a few pieces. John Johnson was, I think that's that, a big piece. That's a big piece for them. I I'm think not Roy saying Hill's it's a, not a big piece too. But John Johnson's a much bigger piece. He was one of the leaders of that defense. Uh, but I'd say if I'm going to be the first guy to take a defense in a fantasy league, I'm probably still staying with the Rams. Yeah, I, I mean, I. I can't hate you on that. I I can't even argue with you, you know. But and I, I can't mean, the, really argue a point that Tampa Bay might not be better. I mean, the Bucks—they're loaded. But you're asking me what I would prefer. I think I still prefer the Rams over Tampa Bay. But I mean, all right. Uh, so one last question about the Bucks: Is there? Do you trust any of these uh, running backs in in, in in fantasy? No. You don't trust any of Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, uh, Gio Bernard? No, because I don't know who the fuck's going to get the ball. I mean, I know Ronald <laughs> Jones had a... I could see this being a thing where, like, so say Ronald Jones had three good weeks. Yeah. And, and then, then they Fournette. turn around and then they hand it to Fournette. Or... And Fournette gets the hot hand. Yeah, and then fucking you turn around and Gio's got the hot hand would one you, game. Would and... you pick up any of them on, you know, like... On your bench, would you put any oh, of them on your bench? I put either one of them on my bench. Yeah, I mean Fournette, like as a but spot you're not going to have them. Yeah, you're not going to have them as like a, a starter. No, a week to week starter. No, I don't want none of them. Okay, because I don't know who's going to get the ball. All right. Well, I got like uh, three more questions about the division in general, and then we're going to get onto our list that, that I forgot to tell you about. Great. <laughs> All right. The who wins the division? Tampa Bay. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. <laughs> I mean, unless unless something unless something drastic. All right, if if Brady goes da- down, who wins the division? Probably still Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're they're pretty low. The rest of the team is loaded. Like it, it is, it is. It, they they got a really good team. All right, so who's the MVP of this division? Either CMC or Kamara, and I've said it a hundred times. Kamara's the one I prefer. So I I agree. He's a little bit more durable than I would. CMC. I, I would I would say Kamara. Uh, all right. Well, my guy for the MVP is actually uh, Tom Brady. 
You just said he's going to regress. Yeah, but he... Um, <laughs> I'm going to either be right or wrong on one of these, so I decided to call him Brady. Yeah, That's I fucking agree. cheating. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm actually fucking with you. I, I think... Uh, well, TikTok's not going to know that because I'm going to clip it. Right, that, that's fucking cheating. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit. But actually, I think uh, I actually want to go with the defensive side of the ball and say uh, Devin White is going to have a, okay. a a fantastic I season. I can see Devin White winning defensive player. Oh, my like, gosh. He, he's so He's fantastic. He's so he really is. Um, yeah, I just wanted to fuck with you a little bit on the Brady thing. Uh yeah, I'm like, but, what the uh, fuck? You just said he's gonna regress. <laughs> like, what the? Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Devin White. I think he's he's a phenomenal talent. I think he's a do it all, like uh, a Swiss Army knife. Oh, he's incredible. And he just fits so good in that defense. Yeah, he's, um, he's fantastic. And you know, the biggest thing is their DC to uh, Todd Bowles. He's he sucks as a head coach, but he is one of the Man, best. He's a real good DC. Yes, he is. All right. So, is it Bowles or Bowles? Bowles. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Um, All right. Just making sure we're staying on track here. And my last uh, question for the division is, who do you think is the the most impactful rookie of the division? This ought to be obvious, probably. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um, It's probably a trick question because, I mean, why, why would it? Anybody else? I mean, it has to be Kyle Pitts. Has to be. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to go through my little Rolodex, but Terrence Marshall Jr. I think he could have a really good season, but I don't think he'll be as big as an impact because which corner did Carolina take that I wanted so bad? J.C. Horn. Um. Oh, yeah, they picked J.C. Horn. I, I could see that maybe. Um. Because I mean, tight ends usually struggle in that first year, so if I had to pick somebody outside of Kyle Pitts, I would say J.C. Horn. I think with with Pitts, he's also uh, very talented. Yeah, I think with yeah, J.C. Horn is really good, but with with Pitts, I mean, his talent just probably oh, it's it's insane else right it's now. It's insane. And he he catches everything that's thrown to him. Yeah, and I mean, last year he didn't. He's miss so athletic as a tight yeah. end. Like, I mean, he's really a wide receiver that plays tight end. Yeah, we he's really the closest thing to Jimmy Graham with the Saints that we've seen since. Like, I I think he'll surpass Jimmy Graham. Um. All right, uh, yeah, I I can't disagree with you, and I I actually got to take him too, uh, Pitts. I mean, there's no other guy that I can think of right offhand. That all would... right, well, since you since you're gonna say Pitts, give me J C Horn. Okay, man. you want J C Horn? I I mean, I can't I can't disagree on Pitts. Pitts is the I most talented I guy I've seen come out in a long time. I mean, it's insanity. It really is, but. Maybe if I have to say somebody else, give me J.C. Horn. All right. So uh, now we're going to go to our— Or even uh, another rookie I want to watch within this division. Okay, yeah. Give me J.C. Horn. Now I want to go to our uh, list. It. I know I didn't tell you about it, but our list— You subject, sure the fuck didn't. No, I sure didn't. But our set, our subject is like it has been the last two weeks. Who is our uh, your top four breakout players within the NFC South oh, division? I'll give you a second to think about it, and I'll uh, I'll go ahead and give you some of mine. Okay. Uh, and I'll give you one one through four. I'll start out with my number one, uh, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Uh, you obviously. know, I mean that that 
That ought to be obvious. Yeah. I think there's other guys in there. As well. I mean, I wanted I wanted to pick Terrence Marshall, um, Jr. I think he's uh, a possible candidate. I think he'll get a a lot of uh, targets. I think he'll get a lot of playing time with the Panthers. So um, Marshall it would be a great pick, but I think Pitts with the with the departure of Julio Jones. I think uh, Pitts is going to see a lot of uh, red zone targets. I would, I would hope. I mean, you know, Julio did at you know early on, but there for a while he wasn't seeing no red zone targets. Fucking find the end zone. For um, him. but yeah, I think Pitts is going to be that guy in in the end zone a lot. I think I can see him, you know, scoring eight to ten touchdowns his rookie year. So I mean, he's going to be. A breakout stud this year, I think. Okay. And uh, my number two is uh, another rookie, uh, Joe Tryon. I think he's, uh, I think he's slated. He, he's the edge guy from Northwestern. He can be playing outside linebacker. Um, he's a big dude, six five, two sixty. Uh, I think he could really excel because, uh, well, the Buccaneers have. A phenomenal defense and and um, a lot of talent around him, so he could, you know, he could yeah, do he his really own thing. Coaching, yeah, and and he has right. Bowles is a uh, Bowles. Bowles, yeah. I, I said. Why well, <laughs> Damn it! You fucked me up on this one. Yeah, Todd Bowles is you know again we'll say he's he's probably one of the top DCs in in the game right now. I would agree with that, yes. Uh, so my number three breakout player is, he's been here for a little while and he hasn't broke out. I think it's going to be uh, Sam Darnold. Okay. Um, I originally picked Hussein Reddick, but Reddick kind of broke out a little bit with the Cardinals last year, last year yeah. so I, I'd pick him back. And, but, yeah, I think Sam Darnold is going to, make a big impact this year uh i'm hoping i i really liked him and i'm hoping that he uh does come out of this little funk and i hope it was just the bad coaching that you know actually did all the hindering for him i do too which i I don't think we were doing the podcast yet but fucking yeah we were really high on darnold coming out so i kind of hope he does too i know i was I you know I was I was a little pissed that we uh, took the Baker. Browns took Baker yeah but uh, which you know now I love Baker of course but uh, I I I wanted Darnold yeah all right so my last and fourth one is another rookie is a tight end from another team okay and he was he was actually really high on my list in the draft uh, um out of Dayton. Adam Troutman. Okay. Uh, he's a big six foot five, two hundred and fifty five pound tight end, former basketball player, playing for the Saints. Well, um, and the Saints really don't have a whole lot. I mean, they have a few Nick Vanette, they have a few veteran tight end, but not nobody as athletically gifted as uh, Troutman. Um, well, I, this th- kid I could think be you're stuff. insane again because. Um... It takes tight ends multiple years to kind of get it in the NFL. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think I think Troutman could be another uh, exception because I of don't. His, I don't 
I don't see him being if Noah like a Fant blocking and, type. If Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson and some of those guys couldn't do it in their rookie year, I don't see this kid doing it either. I'm not saying that he'll be like, uh, you know, a, a great all-around tight end. Breakout I think I think he'll be a breakout guy. Yes, I do. I think he'll be a breakout guy as in as a receiving nah. tight end. I do. Nah. Don't think so. All right, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens at the end of the season. On well, you. now that we're done with the big man being wrong, so all right, uh, let's hear your top four. I'm sure it's that uh, just loaded with talent. Fuck, I, I don't know. I think I agree with you on Darnold. Yeah, Darnold um, should. I think he does break out this year. Um, like I said, I think if nothing else, you're going to see a much improved Darnold. Oh yeah, I um, hope. Anyways. Uh, give me Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, okay. I know, like, you're talking about somebody that's led the NFL in touchdowns, but you're also talking about the same guy that's led, led the, the NFL, NFL in interceptions. interceptions. Yeah. I think he kind of figures that out a you little bit more. Him. I know, and fucking I'm conflicted as hell all the time with him because, like, I want to play him week to week as a starting NFL fantasy quarterback. Oh, yeah. And then the you one know, week sco- I get the balls to fucking do it, he fucks up and throws five interceptions. Like, he'll score you like 40 points, but then he'll he'll have like five interceptions and in the gate. Like, yeah, it drops back down to 19 yeah, because 19. of the interceptions. Yeah. Like, it's just the way <laughs> yeah. it goes. Like, and, 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 but I do, I think Sean Payton's a fantastic coach. I think it's the best coaching he's had. Well, I mean, I think Bruce Arians is a great coach, Yeah, too. but he wasn't with Bruce for, you know, he was only with Bruce for one year. Right. So. And, and I, it, I usually takes, think, it usually takes quarterbacks multiple years yeah, under Bruce. I actually think Winston actually fit great under Bruce Arians. I think he would have as well. I just think he's, I don't know, for some reason he just can't be accurate. You, I had, hope. you had a chance to get Tom Brady, I think. Yeah. If Tom Brady wouldn't have went to Tampa Bay, I think Jameis would still be in Tampa Bay and probably lighten the scoreboard up, probably. And still throwing multiple oh, interceptions yeah. game. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd say he's probably still 15 to 20 interceptions a year. Like, yeah. guarantee it. But, uh, I mean, it would have been down from leading the NFL. You know, 15 to 20 still, you know, whenever you're throwing 40 touchdowns and, you know, and you yeah. have 20 interceptions, I take it. Yeah, I mean, it's just not 40 and 40. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not 30 and 30 or 40 yeah. and 40. No, we don't so, need none of that. But yeah, give me Jameis. Okay. Uh, Two more. Obviously, Kyle Pitts, but I don't. I get that. I did. I kind of was conflicted with Kyle Pitts. That's why I, I kind of said. I almost don't want to talk. I almost don't want to talk about Kyle Pitts because it's like everybody else is talking about yeah, Kyle Pitts. I get what you're saying. So like, I don't even know if it would be really a breakout. Because and you know, everybody's talking about there, it. Like, there's there's guys that I think will break out. Like there's. There's guys with the Atlanta Falcons, like the running back commit, the running back core that they have. Um, I think one of those guys could possibly break out, but I'm just not sure who to pick because I know. I mean, I I know Mike Davis, uh, but I mean he's been in the league for like seven years, and up until last year he's been relatively quiet. Right. So uh. I really don't. I mean it's. It's kind of hard for me to pick this division. That's why I did with these rookies a lot more because I, mean, I felt like they had an opportunity. I think Troutman's going to have an opportunity. I think Calvin Ridley could take another step up. See, but I wanted to pick Ridley, but I really think he had over yeah. 1,300 yards and 11 touchdowns Yeah, that's last the, year. That's that's the conflict breakout. of being breakout, like yeah. of labeling I mean, somebody's breakout. And he, he, 
And nobody really talked much about him. Right. I think he, but I think he can take another step. Oh yeah, forward because he'll he'll be the guy now. Right. Julio's no longer there. I mean, Kyle Pitts is there. Would Do you think Mike Thomas bounces back? <sighs> Do you think he goes back to Kent Gordon? Me, Mike? Oh, I no, I don't. Be I don't. I want to say he does, but no, I don't because his injury and the fact that he no longer has, has Drew Brees. Brees. Um, no, I don't think his numbers will be the same. I think he'll still be a um, a wide receiver one fantasy wise. I just don't think he'll be. I don't even know if he's that, to be honest with you, because like, most of his stuff comes off the slants and the quick routes and whatnot, and I don't think either one of these guys can throw that like Breeze does. I'll give him, you know, one season to prove it to me, and I'll, st- I'll still be confident drafting him. And how many know? wide receivers do you take above him? Oh, man. Obviously, I think well, Dante Adams goes ahead of him. Yeah, Hopkins goes ahead of him. Hop goes uh Julio. You put Julio ahead of him? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. I think Julio's I do. kind of been, I mean, I want to, but. I think I do. But, I mean, I really don't know. I think there's, actually, there's a quite a few guys. That what I about think Hill? I, you take that Oh, Hill? yeah, definitely yeah. Hill. Okay. Definitely Hill. Um, crap, uh, I'd probably take, uh, I'd probably take Cooper ahead of him right now, to be honest with you. It's close. I mean, like if you're playing the old name game strategy that the I just, fantasy focus guys do, like who do you prefer above here? Yeah, I I don't know, man. I mean, it's just hard to. Yeah, de- definitely, I would prefer Tyreek. Julio, I don't know because one, he's going into a new offense. And I think two, I still put Julio up. Julio's been kind of been going on a downslope with. Of his career, kind of like the last two years. So, but again, the thing that gets me with Mike is like Mike catches most of his stuff. Yeah, on the slant, the slant, the short game, the intermediate game. Yeah, and he's great at that. And Jameis is the deep ball guy. Jameis is uh, Hill. I don't know what the fuck Hill is. What about DK Metcalf? Oh, well. All right. Here's here's the thing. Do you take DK above Lockett? Yes. I think I do now, but last year would you have? I think yes, because I think DK has the potential. Because of his more. potential, yes. I would Lockett lock puts in. Lockett has the higher floor for okay. sure. Would you put Lockett ahead of Michael Thomas? No. What about? All right, here's a good one: Robert Woods or yeah, yeah, Robert Woods. Yes. Kenny Galladay or Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans. Terry McLaurin. I'm almost tempted to put him ahead of Mike. I'm tempted. I'm very tempted. Mike Evans, no. I don't think I'd put him ahead of... I don't think I'd put Mike Evans ahead of Michael Thomas, because they're... What about Robinson up in Chicago now that he's got fields? I like... I've loved Robinson. I have, too, and now he's got fields, and I'm like, ooh. Uh, Yeah, I think I'd... I think I would be close to taking Robinson over Michael. I, I, I would wouldn't do. want to because of my biasness of you know the Ohio State thing, but jeez, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just I'm scared for my. I would be afraid to draft Michael Thomas unless I'd I, be terrified. But I would make sure I had a great number two. Oh, I would yeah, almost, have to. I would I'd almost take somebody draft, before. I would almost draft. Um, if I was planning on if I took Michael Thomas, I would almost have to draft. 
um, a, another wide receiver before mm-hmm. my running back. Because yeah. if you're going to get Michael Thomas, you're not going to get him past the early third round. So I know that's why I'm asking. Um, like, if you do pick him, you bet you better be damn sure to get your number two receiver in the fourth in the round. Fourth. If you don't have him, if you're like us to go running back, running back, some mm-hmm. of us go three running backs. I do usually. I, I, that's I do why I don't sometimes. think I'm even going to be in the Michael Thomas market because I don't think I get him before or after I get my three running backs. I don't think I, I get mean, Mike. I'll get a. I will get a wide receiver third if. If I feel like that wide, like say for instance, if I don't know if if I've like, even jumped through, I what if what if say like you, you got Chris Carson and Michael Thomas third round, or I wouldn't be in the Chris Carson Dobbins, market the third, J, or yeah third fourth third fourth, J J K Dobbins been going in the third round, uh DeAndre, DeAndre Swift would you take those guys ahead of Michael Thomas? Because I don't know if I would or not, but I think I'd prefer Mike at that point. Uh, it it'd be hard not to pick him. Anyways, okay, sorry. All right, so what was we on? I think you're on to your last one. You need number four. Oh, if shit. you can't think of it, then we're just gonna go ahead and just end it because we've talked a lot about other things. What's your what's 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 that safety I love in Tampa Bay? The one Antoine Winfield yeah. Jr. Oh yeah. yeah, I love him. Too. I like him a lot. Okay, he's. He was good. And last even if year you want to throw, like, I know I wouldn't, I'd never put Devin White in breakout candidate. I this think year. he's already I do broken too. out to me. But I think you could even go as far as saying that Devin White might be the best middle linebacker in the league this year. Yeah. Oh, you're like a hot take or something. Yeah, like maybe. That. Yeah. Something of that nature. You, do you think, do you think he's better than Simmons out there in Arizona? As an inside linebacker, yes. I think they're both. I think real, Simmons I is think more versatile. I think they're very similar in players. But yeah, I think Devin is more your prototypical. Where, like Devin Ray Lewis. White went to LSU, right? Yes, that's right. And Simmons went to Clemson. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. All right. So we're at the end of our show now, and I didn't write anything down for our outro, but we're just gonna wing it. Ah, uh, fuck it. We wing the rest of it. Yeah, let's get some more private stock here all right i do i do want to i do want to say happy trails to uh demarius thomas what former pro bowl wide receiver for the Denver broncos um yeah i I figured you would uh he's uh has finally called it quits and has retired um and also i got a little breaking news for you breaking news David DeCastro, not only did he get released from uh, the Steelers, he he is uh, <laughs> he's retiring too. So happy trails to you happy guys. Happy trails. <laughs> you yeah. just let me do the breaking news. Oh, I love it. I, I love doing it too. So. All right. Okay. Uh, so we want to uh, have a toast to you guys, to our listeners, to the military, first responders. Medical staff. Um, anybody hey, else? Fuck it. Throw the mamas in there. The mamas and the papas and hey. you nine to fivers. Hey, and... the hell with the papas. You remember 
Remember when I told you that Father's Day was like the 17th most celebrated holiday in America? Oh, yeah. Yeah, America's done decided to hell with the Papas. Yeah, fuck the Papas. Cheers, cheers to God. the mamas. Man, that shit's good. Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. And we are out. God, that's